for you to be a podcast host, Patterns of Possibility, is the name of the show, right? Yeah, that's it. So, what made you decide? You know what? I'm a now. I'm, I'm gonna create this content. I'm gonna give you the videos. I'm gonna give you the audio form. I'm also be featured on different podcasts. So where, hey, this is me. Yeah, it's it. I think because I reached this point where I'm really starting to be okay with being myself. Good. Now, that has been a process. That has been a process. And I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of it. And I want to inspire other people to be themselves. So all the stupid stuff or the silly things that I experienced, experienced the, the frustrating, the sad, the things that I want to hide, those things that I experienced, I want to share them with people because it doesn't feel good to hide them. And if I could just be myself and be open and share those things that were scary or saddening or hurtful to me, maybe somebody else will look at that and think they're not alone. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Popcorn on this thing. This has been Joy. KT, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in. Yeah. It's official, man. Now, here's your host. D-Buzz. Let's do it. All right, bro. I know you like, wait a minute, Murph. You have another first-time guest, Murph. What are you doing? How are you doing? Well, it's the streets are talking, uh, in the words of this uh, great guest that has blessed us. Before I let uh, the guests introduce themselves, definitely it's an honor when you can have uh, a platform where uh, they just you know trust you enough to to, to reach out and um, tell their story. And for me, with this individual, it's all about, for me, inspiring. When I say I work and I support all walks of life, it's just it's just a continuation of, of my mission of having these successful platforms and why I do what I do. So we're, we got Coach Lee, he, him, and his, trans man, friendship coach, and a podcast host. And one thing you guys know, and ladies, and just, you know, flagrant to world. It's about being yourself. So I have my flaws, I have my opportunities, but world, help me welcome Coach Lee to the Flagrant Two. Hey, what's going on, D Murph? I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. No, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So first of all, too, I want to let the world know, y'all know I've been busy lately between traveling, working, and just life. But this person, Coach Lee, was like, I understand. I say thank you. I promise, I'm a true professional. I don't like to reschedule. I promise I'm usually on top of it. But again, with life, as you guys and ladies know, things happen. So I want to tell you thank you. And this part of the success that I have when I have guests such as yourself that are willing to, you know, adjust their schedule a little bit to uh, to give her brother a chance to actually do what I started, <laughs> which is produce this heat and this content. So, again, I want to tell you thank you. And again, I'm telling it on myself and I got that out the way early. <laughs> man we wouldn't be we wouldn't be anywhere we wouldn't be learning to learn anything or to do anything if we didn't have these opportunities to give each other grace for sure you know because sure. i know i'm not the first person who's ever been you know missed out on something or had something show up when i made a special a special appointment <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to myself as like i'm a special person but i mean things like that happen and it's an opportunity to see myself in you and give you some grace just like i would hope that you give them to me if that absolutely that came up absolutely absolutely well world we got coach lee hopkins when i tell you a story yeah. a story and and and, and, I've, and i've checked out a few uh podcast appearances that you were featured on again great job and telling a story and and, mm-hmm. and that kind of helped me when it comes to you know me hosting this platform but for those first time listeners just kind of just let them know how you doing first of all it's the you know summertime you know summertime uh, i know shy. you're in the midwest yeah shy town what up what up yeah. and uh yeah we'll go from there yeah i'm good i'm good i'm feeling really relaxed and at ease like we had our pre-com 
pre-interview conversation, had opportunity to really connect with you. And uh, you know, I'm feeling really relaxed about this. It's not too hot today. Honestly, it's August, but it's not too hot. It's like yeah. got that real nice, chill, relaxed flavor that's going on here. So yeah, that's how I'm feeling today. Good. I appreciate you Good. checking in. World, <laughs> that's what I like, do. like, like, Coach Lee. This is what Murph do. Like, yeah. if, <laughs> if if you come back two or three other times, this is gonna be like, still, how you been? How you doing? Mm. Mental health, you good? You know, because I've I've talked about my job, people at my job, you know, just life. So then oh, we yeah. get to the main point, which again, this is what you know we do. what that I have to say that that is. You know, I didn't think I didn't know that you talked like so extensively about who you are and stuff, but that's how we. I think we've been conditioned not to do that, not to show up that way. Because I remember um, I had a corporate job. And we were just passing, I was passing my boss along one day in the hallway. And it was the beginning of the day. And I was like, how are you? And he said, how are you? And I said, fine, how are you? And we walked by each other. Like, I didn't even acknowledge, and he didn't even acknowledge how we were really feeling deep down inside. And it just kind of happens that we hide that stuff from people. And those, that's what really connects us with people and the little, the little day-to-day things that we do. The little experiences that we have that people are like, well, nobody thinks that's important and nobody really wants to hear about that. Or I don't really know what I did. I don't want to share how I feel. That leaves us so, so lonely. So like hearing that, I, I really appreciate that you're checking in. But my 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 answer still stands. I'm feeling, feeling the vibe, feeling the chill. Good, good, good. I don't know. Welcome to the flagrant too. Welcome to the host, uh, mm. myself, to where this is what I do. Um, and, and and one good thing too, like I was telling you, I've you know worked in multi unit management, senior leader management, to where I'm really like, how are you doing? How's everything? Mm-hmm. You ready to work today? If not, you let me know. You know, then I, I'm just being honest. That's how I work, and I my attendance, my retention is, if not the best, one of the best in you know the current you know building that I'm currently working at. So. I in my it. experience, my team will go to war for me. To war, like we need to jump off buildings. They like Merv. What we need to do? Like we, we, gonna, <laughs> we about to make we about to make this happen. So and, and and that's what I learned. Now in this platform, like I said before, I, this platform I've been doing management since like 2006. So you know I started the podcast in 22 yeah 2016. So for a solid 10 years and. You know, some and counting, I've learned it's all about your people. Be genuine, be authentic. And if they feel that and they know it, like with my guests, like I, I'll follow you on social media. I'll, you know, comment, I'll like, and I'll just, you know, just continue to build that rapport because I don't want to be that person that has you on. You don't hear from me again. Like, hey, Murph, who are you? No, I'm not I'm really not that person. If you, if you look at my posts on social <laughs> media, you will see almost every person uh, post has at least one comment. And it's a 99.9% chance I commented back. Mm, wow. Because so. it is all about the people. It's all about making connections. That's all mm-hmm. we want to do mm-hmm. is really be seen for who we are. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you make that kind of space for people to really show up as their authentic selves. And I, I know that's a buzzword. That's like the, the buzz, authentic mm-hmm. self and being yourself or whatever that means. It's like, well, what really, what does it really mean? It means that I can speak my truth and how I feel today and really tell you how I'm doing today. <laughs> like and right now I don't feel it. great. I don't want right to be now. here today. For and, sure. And if for sure. Yeah, and if you can hear that as a boss, as a friend, as anybody, mm-hmm. people are gonna flock to you. People mm-hmm. are gonna be like, Oh, you see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm okay to I'm okay to say that, right? It's okay. Mm-hmm. And you you share that with people and you show up for them. They're going to jump off buildings for you. <laughs> and again, now, Coach Lee, when we go back to your bio for sure on Instagram, outside of be yourself, live your truth and make lasting uh, friendships. Mm. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's how it happens. You got to be yourself and live your truth or else you won't make those friendships. And, you know, my story is. Basically, I was searching for friendships and connection and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, um, I'm in my late 30s. So that means I grew up in the 90s. And I think I've been 
my mind's been poisoned by the TV shows, like where everything is just, you know, you meet people and, and you hang out with them for a little bit and you find similar interests and then you're automatically friends. And there's, that just wasn't true for me. I thought it was the case. I thought that's how it was supposed to be. So, and I grew up in a small town in Ohio and I noticed everybody around me were able to make friends and they were connected and they were like doing a lot of things together, going to football games, basketball games and hanging out at each other's houses after school and stuff. And I was just not able to make those kind of connections. And I just thought, well, I just haven't met the right people. I haven't met the right tribe. That's what I heard too. So I left my hometown, had an opportunity to go to college and in college, I met new people from different walks of life, different states, even some international students. I was like, I'm going to find my people, I'm going to find my tribe. And so at this point in time in my life, I was also discovering my sexuality. So you can picture me being a young black woman because at the top you did say I was trans and that's part of my journey is being mm -hmm. trans. I did, so yeah. discovering my my sexuality and I've started to date I started to date women. And I didn't want to really share that with people. So at college, I was like, you know, trying to fit in and find my group, but I really wasn't open and honest with people. I wasn't being myself with people. So, you know, I figured, well, you know, I just have to find the right group of people to be myself with. So after college, I had an opportunity to leave the entire state of Ohio and I moved to California. In California, you know, it's Ohio's one of those states that's kind of red, sometimes it's blue. Yeah, you know, yeah. they swing back and forth. So California is a, a whole blue state. And I thought this is where I needed to be to be be myself. So I go out there and I meet new people. I mean, people really start to know me. I, I start to, to do karaoke because I love karaoke. I love getting up there, singing. People would high five me, have my drinks and stuff ready. People met my girlfriend, open and honest. I didn't have to hide any of that stuff. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to be myself. I'm living my truth. And I still felt lonely. I still mm -hmm. felt so lonely and disconnected from the people that knew me, but they didn't really know me, know me, yeah. you know, yeah. they didn't really know me deep down. So I figured, well, it's them. Obviously it's them. It's, I got to find my new tribe. I got to find the right people who, who want to uh, accept me for who I am. And that, that piece about me transitioning from female to male it was something that was in my head but nothing i ever shared with anybody in california never shared that with anybody in california so i figured i need to leave and then to go to chicago and by the time i hit chicago um i was just not sure like i mean i figured well I can meet people in this state. There's like in this city, there's 8 million people here. Mm -hmm. And I met the queer community that helped me transition, helped me put the language together for it. I had the job that paid for all the surgery and everything. And, and Caitlyn Jenner was coming out. So it was a perfect storm of me being able to live my truth, to step out and live my truth. But you know what? I found myself connected to this queer community, the people who really embraced me and helped me figure out the language to this and everything i felt myself being really disconnected from them too mm. even though they're one percent of the population one percent of the population that had this experience with them that most people in the world won't experience which is physically transitioning mm. i felt lonely i felt like they didn't know me and so i figured wow there's something wrong with them <laughs> it's you, but really me. okay it was something wrong with them so mm -hmm. i started to put this pattern together that it's everybody but me but the truth is is that it was me it was me i didn't understand what i was doing so after trying a little more i went to therapy and in therapy i learned that i'm responsible for my own actions and my own behaviors and and like my emotions and all that stuff and i started to put it together and really discover what it was to be myself, be authentic and be myself. And, and uh, that authenticity, I can say from my experiences with this, is that you have to live yourself, live your truth out loud. Like, that is so vague. No. Live your truth out loud means to speak your truth and let people respond in the way they're going to respond. How you feel about things, how you genuinely feel about those things, you need to share those. Don't share them and think that you are going to uh, control the other person and their reaction. 
because that's what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. I was hiding myself because I want you to like me. Mm-hmm. I want to be a people pleaser and all this. And people hated me. <laughs> like they didn't like me a lot because I wasn't being honest and they could see that right away. Like, do you like this thing? Well, I guess kind of, sort of. No, you don't want to hang around people like that because you don't. I, I figured though, like, for myself, I don't want to hang around people like that just because they're not sure of how they're going to behave when the time comes down to it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna look at, they're gonna try and say they're gonna be ride or die for you, but when it comes down to it, they don't really know themselves and how they're gonna react, and so it's kind of uncomfortable and unsafe, and you can't really trust them. And I'm saying that because I was that, and that's how I felt about myself. Like my friends, they couldn't really rely on me to show up for anything. And I put friends in quotes. They couldn't rely on me to show up for anything because, you know, I was too afraid to to speak how I really feel. Like if I didn't want to show up, I would say, yeah, I'll show up, mm. but then I wouldn't. Like, why? Why do that? I was scared. But uh, living your truth means to really say how you feel and let people respond in the way they want. And then you deal with that response. And one so, of the things too, Coach Lee, that when I heard, I, I don't know who the, the the host or the platform, but you, if I'm not mistaken, you say it was a time when you had went out, and you like had to build the confidence to tell your truth, mm-hmm. and that person responded to where it's like oh, yeah. it was an awkward like. Come, come, Coach Lee. I told you, I was. I know. I've been tuning in. This is what I do. You said the yeah. reaction from that person once you told him was like after the fact was like so awkward and just like changed the whole night to where it's like you had to go back mm-hmm. to the drawing boards. So my question yes. to you is, where do you gain that confidence when it comes to people that are ignorant, lack of knowledge, or just flat out? you know just disrespectful disrespectful people well um i'm a firm believer and that you know first of all before i jump in answering your question i'm really impressed with that that you you pulled that up that uh that question to me or that uh that research because uh it was something that really changed my entire my entire life and how i respond to things that's how i came up with this idea that you gotta let people respond to you in the way they're going to so People who are ignorant, people who just don't know any better, people who do things to maybe try and get under your skin. So I don't believe that the interaction I had with this person, I'll tell you about the interaction in a bit, was meant to to hurt me. But for people who are intentionally like, well, you are trans and I dislike you or you're black and I don't like you and I think you should be this, this and that, or you're too smart or you're too this or you're, you're not enough that. The people who come at you with that kind of energy, I think that they, I like to handle it as trying to understand where they're coming from. Okay. Like, what is it that drives them to be the way they are? Because when you get to a point in which you live your truth out loud, you know that you are the center of your universe. You are the center of your universe and how you think and what you believe about yourself is only yours. Mm-hmm. No one else can take that away from you. No one else can change that. You can get enough information. You can get enough yelling at you. You can get enough screaming and dislike and stuff for you to want to change your own beliefs. But ultimately, you change your belief. You change it about yourself. So when you know that, you hold on to it. You hear this stuff coming at you like, da, 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 da. you're not this, you're not that. I'm disrespectful and I'm going to try and hurt you. You hear all that stuff and you're just like, huh. This has nothing to do with me. This nothing, nothing to do with me. This person is something. I don't know. Let me figure it out. Let me talk to them and see what's going on. Now, obviously, you, you might want to might not want to do that if they're like trying to physically harm you. But if you're in a space in which you can exchange uh, information, you can talk, then I'd want to get more information. I want to understand where they're coming from so that I can step into their shoes because I already know who I am I'm curious about who this person is and what's mm-hmm. going on with them like what makes them feel that way so I I handle them in short I handle them with curiosity I get curious about what they're saying to me recognize that it's not about me it's about them and how they feel about me I just exist now to add on to that I used 
I can say that now because I used to be that person who was kind of ignorant and frustrated and angry at other people. I and I was angry and frustrated, ignorant, and I wanted to tear people down, tear them down, rawr, because I was Let me jealous. find out Coach Lee body slamming people. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Get over here. Like, oh, whoa. Get out of my face. Yeah. 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 I, wanted no, to make I, it, I wanted to make them feel how I felt, which mm. was like, how dare you be happy and live your truth? How dare you do that? I can't do that. I don't even know who I am. How dare you do that in my presence? And I imagine that um, you've encountered this. I mean, people who really have a sense of security in themselves, they encounter other people who don't feel as secure For and sure. they try and tear them down. Mm -hmm. It's just automatic because there's something in there's something in them that strikes up fear because you're so secure. Like, why haven't I done it? They're, it's all about them. It's all about them. And that used to be me. That used to be me. I appreciate you expressing, you know, your vulnerability. And, and as we said earlier, our flaws, you know, we all have, yeah. them, you know, so. And, and like when, when you reached out, I knew this would be a perfect show, perfect opportunity, man, for me to continue what I do, you know. So mm -hmm. um, patterns of possibility, the brand. Let's talk about the brand. Like how yeah. did the how did you get the name patterns of possibility because i know you had other options but what made that one stick yeah the patterns of possibility stuck because i really started to this it came from uh going to therapy and uh i really started just recognizing patterns of behavior in people and stuff and i'll, I'll tell you like one of the first times i actually woke up from my own um i guess explosion of frustration and anger is i used to have a, a girlfriend that we just argue a whole lot and i wanted mm. to stop arguing i didn't sometimes i didn't even know why we'd argue i just knew that she would say something insulting and i had to say something insulting back it hurt me i hurt her you gotta keep going and going and to escalate until we're out of energy and we're tired and we're frustrated or something that really fully disconnects us so i remember in therapy my my therapist said just think about why you're mad just, just when you get into that, just think about why you're mad. And one, one time we were fighting, and I, it, it, why are we mad? Why am I mad? I just, I, I stopped hearing her voice as she was yelling at me, and I'm like, why am I mad? I have no idea. I have no idea. So what do I do normally when I'm mad? I want to say something back to her. What if I do something else instead? What if I leave? And I left. So that was something that instead of reiterating that pattern of you fight, I fight, we yell, I yell and all that stuff, I left. Something was different. I mean, we came back together and we had a conversation, but it was because I broke that pattern, I turned into a new possibility. And I started to recognize there were all kinds of patterns like that in my life. That's good. Especially the ones where I just... I didn't, I, I started to figure out that I wasn't showing up as my authentic self. And I'll lead you into the story where, you know, I moved from Ohio to California to Chicago. So I was moving all the time and moving away from the people that I wanted to be connected with because I thought they didn't want to be connected with me. And I moved away from them because, well, I thought I wasn't able to share my authentic self. I wasn't able to share my truth. So what if I did something different? And this is where I go to this comedy club and I come in with the mindset of, I'm gonna make a friend. And this is where I meet that person that just completely rejects me. So I'm having a conversation with him in mind. I'm keeping in mind that I wanna share the fact that I'm trans because that's one deep thing that I keep hiding from people. Something I keep hiding from people, that's what's causing me not to make these friendships. And so I figured that was the cause. When I meet this guy, we're cool. We have a nice conversation and everything. He's talking, I'm talking, we're chopping it up. And like, ha, ha, ha. And I lean the conversation towards LGBTQ stuff. And he mentioned he'd never seen a trans person before, didn't understand the process or the experience. And so I thought, well, I'm going to enlighten you. I'm going to share this great thing with you. I'm going to fill in that knowledge gap that you had. And also, I'm going to be a my authentic self. And it feels kind of safe because I think you're interested in this. So I share with him that I'm trans and he just stops talking. He stops talking, leaves his beer, 
and he, he's just gone. He leaves mm. completely. Doesn't say anything else. He's just gone. And that was a pattern of me breaking. I broke the pattern of me not sharing my truth with people. Mm. But ouch, that happened. I got rejected. And I found that that was supposed to happen because not everybody needs to know the deep truth deep down inside. But also, I want to be able to talk to people who want to know my truth deep down inside and it's a process to get to know that so i found out in this real quick instance that man i don't want to chase him down even though we had a great conversation i don't want to chase him down to, to convince him to change all his beliefs to get him to know me that i'm a great person to know and trans people are okay and all that stuff i don't want to do that i don't want to put the energy into that so that rejection right there made me realize that well, what I really like to do with my time is to sit and talk to somebody who's interested mm -hmm. in me. And so I can go find those people. <laughs> and along the way, I'm going to be rejected. That's mm -hmm. just going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's good because I, I know that one listener like Merv or Coach Lee, like I'm mm -hmm. never been put in a position to know if anyone was trans. I, I, it's a lot of unknown yeah. that I don't know. Are there myths? Like what? Like what are some myths that you want to like let us know? Like this is ignorance, is lack of well, knowledge. So this is an opportunity. Like a, like I told you, in my position, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm very comfortable. I'm, like right now, I'm six years I'm into glad. this podcast, hundreds of guests. I'm still myself like this is just what I do so for that one person or those people that you just maybe want to set the record straight this is definitely a good opportunity well um this is a hard this is a I, I've started the giggle and laugh at this question because um you know I usually don't get seen as a trans person like the person who was talking to me they were like I've never met a trans person but lo and behold I'm talking right to you <laughs> you don't know right so right trans people also don't clock me as trans and i don't clock other people as trans sometimes I, I don't know who they are so i was talking to a guy who wasn't who was trans for a while and i didn't i didn't quite know this and somehow we got into a conversation and we connected about it being open and vulnerable we got more we got closer to each other but but to those who don't know what it's what to talk about to trans people or to um feel like you're uncomfortable being put in a situation or connecting or, or don't want to say the wrong thing don't want to get the pronouns wrong or anything like that i have been there even as a trans person i want to just connect with you on that moment is that i've been there with you in saying the wrong pronouns i have met people in the queer community who have transitioned from female to male as i have but then i'm taking all the hormones and done the transition and then like trying to shave their face and put makeup on and wear feminine clothes and I'm like whoa I don't understand that I also don't understand it I'm surprised by it I'm curious about it I want to learn more about it what is this but also having to be conscious and cognizant of how they might feel about being having their truth looked at so deeply I'm like Ooh, what is that what are you doing there like nobody wants to really be most people don't want to really be examined that closely they just want to live and have them share their own truth with you mm -hmm. and share experience with you. So what I would say to you is is what I've done. Basically, I know that I'm part of the community, but I don't I don't know everything about everybody else's experience. I don't know how they're going to react. I don't know how they feel about sharing something that's deep and that they, they might be attacked for, you know. So maybe they don't want to talk about that. And what I'd like to do is approach it as any curiosity that I have is to share something about me first. So when we look at trans people and being vulnerable, like talking about me being trans is vulnerability, because I know some people out there just don't like that I exist, period. Nothing I can do about that. They just don't. And they'd rather me not speak. They rather, they're not curious about it. And so it makes me vulnerable to openly share that. And if you are requesting someone talk about their transness in a small space with you, just you and you and that person, it can also be very vulnerable too. So I request, I, 
I suggest that you might not, but I suggest that you make them feel comfortable in that space. Not like it's a violation, not like it's scary. And the way you make people feel comfortable is by being vulnerable yourself. So there's something in you, all of us have it, that's deep that you might not want to share with people. You might not want to share that. I'm not suggesting that you go and run to the nearest trans person and say, here's the most deepest, scariest, vulnerable thing about my entire life. So now tell me about your thing. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that with anybody because people right. will run away from you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, it's too much too fast. So what I'm saying is that you get that, that nerve to talk about those things that are vulnerable to you and be open and honest about them and let them handle it the way they're going to. Let the trans person or whoever you're talking to handle it in the way they're going to. That's being your authentic self and living your truth, which gives them ability to open up and share with you what they want. There's no expectation. There cannot be any expectation from you for them to open up anymore. But I guarantee like Dr. Murph or D. Murph, not Dr. Murph, I like the doctor, but D. Murph has said. You're the third <laughs> person in my six years that put that doctor in there. Y'all making me I, nervous, I, I, but I receive it. I saw it, it right there because you're, dropping, it. you're drop, <laughs> dropping knowledge education here, right? Because I was referring to back to the beginning when you talked about how you're you open you're open and you're honest with your your coworkers and you have that high retention rate. They're gonna jump out the window for you because they trust you. They they know that you see them as who they are. So all I'm saying is that if you treat trans people or anybody else the same way that you would, you know, treat yourself, give yourself some courtesy to hide whatever it is that doesn't feel comfortable for you. Allow them to do the same thing. Just because you're curious about it, just because you want to know more, doesn't mean that they're entitled. You're entitled to know. Doesn't mean that you're entitled to to get that information. But it is so likely that if you build that trust and connection with them, then you can they'll they'll just share with you. They will. So for those listeners, again, Coach Lee. We appreciate that. So I, I, one thing about this platform, it's an open forum where guests can tell their truth, no judgment, no restrictions. As I said before, this is, is, is great that they can continue to have great guests, first time guests uh, such as yourself. I know in this world we live in, it's a lack of respect. It's a lack of research to where it's just like you said, it's just moments to where it's like you just can't oh, because I tell you something. I should get it back like right now. No, it doesn't yeah. work that way. And it's, it's ever since I can remember growing up, like you said, we're similar age bracket as far as how we grew up. Well, if I tell this person this, even though it might not be as deep, maybe I can get something out of them. No, it takes building that rapport. It takes more than one conversation or like you said, just a pen. So I'm glad that you shared that with, you know, the audience. And, and I know some listeners there they can't wait to follow you they can't wait to check out your uh your you know your podcast and, and your you know, ig page and your social media but before i get to that i want to talk about now like I, i'm not a coach but you're a coach why coach lee why you know what? i'm gonna be a coach i'm gonna be a friendship coach i'm just gonna be a coach and and find ways to bring people together well um, because I was so lonely. I was so lonely, sad and lonely. <laughs> um, I was, I was just, I can laugh about it now. I can't even say Let's it, but I, I laugh about it because it's just it's so distant. But that feeling, you know, it was what I self-imposed by running away, by running away from rejection. So I believe that rejection is a part of life. We have to experience it. And that helps us create the boundaries that we need. Mm -hmm. And so when I found that for myself, when I discovered that, oh, well, just being myself will attract the kind of people that I want to be around because I'm always doing the things that I enjoy alongside people who are just doing things that they enjoy. And we just happen to talk to each other. And that's how we form these friendships. But it, it's in it's in that connection and that discovery that made me think wow this is great everybody should know about it everybody everybody gotta tell everybody about it I gotta tell everybody about it but i also have to eat and make money so <laughs> i have to make money and have Thanks. to eat for sure but, you know what i discovered too is that in all joking aside in all seriousness that 
I couldn't give it away. I couldn't give this information away because then people would think it's junk because if there's no monetary value behind it, if there's no reason to keep them anchored into it, they wouldn't be interested into it. And I'm just like, wow, this stuff is so pure and, in, and interesting and, and great. And it's going to help you connect with people and look how it's helped me. Oh no, Lee, you're just crazy bouncing off the walls, all happy to see people. What's wrong with you? But so I had to turn it into something that I could connect with other people. And so coaching has really been fulfilling for me. And like the experience that I've gone through has been fulfilling for me to connect with people and to share that with other people, to help them realize their own potential, help them realize that people will like them for who they are. They'll like you better for who you are than they will for who, someone you pretend to be. Filling that gap for people and, and seeing how it connects them and makes them their friendships for them, that's that's everything. That feels really good. Well, I know, I know. It's, it's always an honor and a blessing to, again, when you have, uh, you know, Coach Lee, trans man, entrepreneur, pop, empowerment guru that's on the way. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, that's a story that as you continue to, you know, share your story, there's going to be more opportunities for you to speak and share your truth and, and inspire a, a lot of people. And that's one of the things I take pride in. Uh, I'd be the first mm. to tell anybody. I don't judge. I've said this before. <laughs> I got my own opportunity. So I'm definitely not going to judge you when, you know, I'm like, ooh, Murph, did you just? And stop the world. Don't be trying to listen to me. What are you talking about? Anyway, just know, similar to Coach Lee, our emotional intelligence is what mm. gets us to where we can still to this day have these type of conversations where it's like, man, you don't seem like you went through a lot. It took a lot of practice. It took that yeah. therapist or it took that person who I know I can confide in to where I can you know, keep that level of focus and, and, you know, not lose who the core of me is. So it's like, you know what? Yeah. So again, salute to you. I can only imagine because I know it takes a lot. So again, Coach Lee, you definitely appreciate that. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that love and that support. You know, I was, I really wanted to, to talk to you because you're a black man. And I wanted to talk to your audience because, you know, I think that the LGBTQ and, and trans and all that, the, it's just been a history of us not connecting really well. That's good. And, right. and we're all having the same experience in some way. Somebody's telling you, you can't be yourself. And well, you don't like how it feels. So maybe you don't tell me I can't be myself. Yeah. And maybe we can just get along and, and be cool and share in our experiences. like. Um, <laughs> I had to tell you real quick a short story about um, you got the floor what I tell you I'm just sitting in the cut <laughs> what just popped into my mind early in my transition um, I went to a black barbershop and yeah. man I've been to black barbershops before because as, as a cis woman so cis means like cisgendered as in I was born female and I present as female so that's, that's what I mean when I say cis so cisgendered woman and a lesbian so i go and get my hair buzzed and everything and it was cool no problems you know guys wouldn't really they were like yeah you know you should keep your hair or whatever but you know i didn't feel harassed or anything like that mm -hmm. so i come to this shop in chicago <laughs> and and uh the first guy cuts my hair i didn't really like it i tried to tell him like i didn't really like the way he cut it but i really didn't know where i was going or what was in chicago so i figured i'd come back to next week and and tell him you know give him a little more direction like, i'm new i'll give him a little more direction of what my hairline looks like what i expect from it and somebody new was there and they the guy who cut my hair before he wasn't there so i'm like all right cool we'll just hop in the chair he cut my hair i loved it it was amazing had this little uh, curl in it cut this little curl in it it was on point and so i'm like ah, next next time i'm gonna go back yeah i'm gonna go back and so i go back and both of the guys were there the guy who cut my hair the first time and the guy who cut my hair the second time that I really liked. And they were like, you know, hey, who are you going to get your hair cut by? And I'm like, the dude that cut my hair that I like. And the whole barbershop was like, skirt, what? Like, what you doing? What you doing? And I'm just like, I'm just getting my hair cut. And people were just looking at me and mean mugging me the whole enti the entire time. And I'm just like, mm, what did I do wrong here? I don't understand why everybody's upset. Do they know that I'm trans? What's happening? And I didn't know, but I, I maybe 
you've known before because you may be taken to the barbershop by other men you've known that when you get your hair cut by one person that's your haircut buddy or your barber buddy right. for the rest of your life <laughs> yep. for the rest of your life <laughs> no matter yep. what yep. and i'm like no this can't be happening to me right. <laughs> i'm out i'm out but that experience like nobody nobody prompt me or nobody helped me through that experience i had my own experience to to look at that and see like shoot you know that sucked. It, I can't believe you cis men, cis black men go through that. <laughs> I didn't know what that was like. You know, we can connect on these experiences that we have rather than being like, you shouldn't have been there in the first place or you should have known that. We can just laugh about it. Yep. That's good. That's good. And that's true though about barbershops. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they get very territorial. That's the word I'm looking for. They mm. like, yo, Nope, I don't care. Nope, you like that, but you wasn't that nice. Then they get all butt hurt. But anyway, that is true. That's a lot of facts behind that. And it's okay mm-hmm. to have more than one barber. I'm gonna put that out there as well. Is it okay? You're it the first is. one that I heard to say that, so I appreciate that love. Because right like, what if something happened? You getting ready for this event, or you getting ready to, you know, go out and you you ready to present yourself and feel good, and then that person on vacation. Mm. What you gonna do? Womp womp. Hey, nope. This, nope. <laughs> I, 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 I have three barbers now. Now I just did this about three years ago though. Before I mm. stuck with one. I used to, you know, I could still line myself up if I worse come to worse, but no, nah, I got three. One, two, and three. One is a little further out, one is close, and I got my primary. But hey, I know one thing. When when I got something I gotta be and I need to get that that professional cut. So Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. It's good to have <laughs> options. So for like you kind of like break that stigma. It's like it's okay to have more than one barber or beautician. Like you know, I, you know, talking to you know my uh, sister yeah. and my wife. They you know one mm. person do braids better than they do um, um, natural hair or right. you know the you know laying it down. You know, so I'm learning. Like oh, so that makes sense. So it's okay. To have more than one stylist or beautician or barber. So I'm gonna put that out there. That won't even right, part of the I notes, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean normalize it, please. Absolutely. 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 Now the last thing I have, which I think is dope, because one thing about creating content is you put your you put yourself out there. You you know, whether it's yeah. visual, audio, you, you you start telling the truth and people start judging or or getting to know you for who you really are. And for you to be a podcast host, Patterns of Possibility, is the name of the show, right? Yeah, that's it. So what made you decide, to, you know what, I'm a now I'm. I'm going to create this content. I'm going to give you the videos. I'm going to give you the audio form. I'm also be featured on different podcasts to where, hey, this is me. Yeah, it's it. I think because I reached this point where I'm really starting to be okay with being myself. Good. Now, that has been a process that has been a process and I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of it and I want to inspire other people to be themselves. So all the stupid stuff or the silly things that I experienced, experience, the, the frustrating, the sad, the things that I want to hide, those things that I experience, I want to share them with people because it doesn't feel good to hide them. Yeah. And if I could just be myself and be open and share those things that were scary or saddening or hurtful to me, Maybe somebody else will look at that and think they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Instead of me thinking like so many years ago that if I show these things, someone's going to take them and they're going to hurt me with them. Mm -hmm. They're going to try They're going to see my sadness and laugh at it. And they're going to see my anger and try to make it even worse. Well, that might happen, but I won't know until I put it out there. And when I put it out there, everyone gets the freedom to respond how they're going to respond. And if they respond to me in a way that's unsettling, that they want to shake me and they want to change me, 
they want me to be somebody else, I have to step back and realize that, well, I know who I am. So that is not about me. That's not about me. So I put that out there in short so that people can feel something by it and people can be inspired by it. And even if they're not inspired in a way that's, oh, Lee, you're so amazing. I connect with your story. It's going to give them some reflection into who they are. They're going to understand a little more about themselves, whether they um, know it or not at the moment. But I put that out there because I really want to share and be open and honest and also entertaining. My, my podcast is um, more about storytelling. So I tell my stories and I tell what I learned from the story. So I, I definitely talk about well, the haircut that I got and feeling awkward in that space. And I talk about how um, my move to Chicago was and how I um, fought with my girlfriend, some, some things that I, I learned in the fights with them and dating and all kinds of stuff that is funny to look back on it now but wow it was really hard to go through and i hope oh, that it helps sure. somebody else get through that i got listeners like oh murph i'm checking the description right now i'm subscribing <laughs> i'm checking it out murph i need more murph i need more so yeah yeah check the description you already know world i got you i got you i got you so no coach lee knocked it out the park all right now this is where you can let the world know even more and more depth on how to find you on social media, on YouTube, and how they can support anything that you have coming up. All right. Yeah, you can find me at PatternsOfPossibility.com. That's my, um, my website. And there I have a five-day friendship challenge where I help you figure out exactly how to make your connections with your friends. Um, it's five-day friendship challenge. It's free to sign up for it. Um, you'll get an email sent to you every day for something to do and you can find me on social media at patterns of possibility so that's on all social media basically um, youtube instagram tiktok and facebook those are the ones that i'm usually most active on i'm on twitter too but you can find me on all social media at patterns of possibility thank you so much d murph for having me no problem now now world you know i got love for y'all and this is no exception when you have uh Coach Lee Hopkins uh, sharing their story, inspiring story. And for me, it's all about the connection, like we talked about. Um, we're here to see another day. We're here to inspire. It's the reason why we're still here. So um, you're helping more people than what you know. That's one thing I can learn in my years of doing this. Uh, you'd be surprised. I got an email recently about a show I did years ago. So, oh, hmm. You just never know. So no problem. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for giving a brother a chance. Cause I was like, hey, I got a I got a chance to do some more show. Let me see who Okay. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. You know, so no, you didn't have to do that. Cause like you said, from the process of the rejection rejections or not even trusting us as hosts or certain platforms, because it's like you said, I could have been that guy. Say I'm, yeah. I'm just you know playing back. I'm drilling you about whatever to where now you're starting to feel uncomfortable. Then it's kind of like uh, you know. So mm. no, I, I, I don't want to. I'm not that guy. Especially like I said, I, I, this platform is for the guests. I'll, I might ask a few questions, throw in a few jokes, but for the most part, as you can tell, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's about you. So, uh, so thank you. Yeah. So again, thank you for trusting me and giving me this opportunity to use the platform. And I know you're gonna gain a few followers and, and this show is going to reach some people that is definitely going to be worth it so no problem no problem no problem. I, I appreciate that and you know real quick i just got to say that that was one of my fears about you know i know i wanted to talk to a black man but i was like thinking about all this hostility that could possibly be like how dare you blah 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 and, and the black community and black culture well uh, all this stuff that that could have been and i'm so grateful that it wasn't and i had the opportunity to connect with you and have this really nice conversation and i wonder if your listeners would be interested in asking you more questions about me so that maybe i can come back because i don't know what black people black men your audience may be thinking they may have this is maybe their only encounter with a trans person a trans man that they they know of absolutely and and they might want to have questions or or interesting or in, in some kind of interest but whatever but i'd be interested in and coming back and answering some questions, you know, you, I, I, I imagine that your, your audience is a reflection of you. 
and they're just curious people who have this really cool sure. vibe who's just looking to satisfy their curiosity i just don't know what's what questions they might want to ask for but sure. i'd be happy to answer and try to to have some insight because i know how it is for people who aren't ready to share and be open but i'm out there i'm everywhere and i yeah. wanted i want you to have the knowledge that i have for sure for sure for sure well i got a few uh listeners brought out the tissue like man you gave merv you trusted this <laughs> black man that's loud and just you just go just you know you saw something to him well that's why y'all tune in every time i put out a show because you guys and ladies know that this is what the big homie do it's the big homie we about we about connecting people having a good time you already know flavor to open forum guests tell their truth no restrictions no judgment we just gonna put up continue to put out dope content and guess another thing coach lee i saw what you did you you coming back see i saw i saw that <laughs> i saw that plug you keeping me working too but guess what you are more than welcome to come back i'm gonna do my part too obviously once the show is out uh, i know i'm gonna get some you know some type of feedback and and vice versa and then we can definitely uh you know maybe have five to ten questions uh something like this potentially even go live you just never know depending on yeah. the schedule i got yeah. again I'm put, I like putting that. myself i like there. that idea mm-hmm. yeah you know so this is just my mind is is just is as a creator and knowing that you know um the feedback is definitely uh would be encouraged that um that, that's something that's definitely in the work so no problem yeah you will definitely want to welcome to come back so don't worry about that is now to set it up and how it's going to go about either it's already written down or we can go live and have a few uh, people ask questions uh on the spot so world yes i'm out yeah i know you do not like when i say i'm out but guess what i'm coming back until next time with another great guest but you can find me on twitter and instagram at isdmurf you can find the the flagrant two pot on Instagram, flagrant two pot underscore the real flagrant two. Check out the website www.demerspeaks.com. Leave me a note to kind of see what I've been up to. Hey y'all, this is what we do. It's the summertime, summertime shots. You know, just be safe out there, Coach Lee, for real. You be you be safe out there. I'm, it's Houston, so I'm in the house. It's hot. I, I might go out a little bit later when they cool off, and that's 90 degrees. But anyway, uh, world, we love y'all. Hey, we continue to send those positive vibes. Uh, and y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you winning the win. Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins. Connect the dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scenes. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs tryna kill ya I'm just here tryna heal ya So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So millin' in Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life and that's how we approach ya